0: Y'all, hello and welcome to another episode of the Eliminating Excuses podcast. I am your host, Sheila M. King, and I'm excited about another opportunity just to come and share different perspectives from a different person and just have fluid conversations. For Eliminating Excuses, it started out as a, well, it still is, a nonprofit organization focused on helping people to get out of their own way in the area of parenting, business, relationship, finances, and themselves. And we do that through accountability coaching and making sure that we touch the the people where they are. So today I have the pleasure. First of all, before I even start here, this man here, um, I met him at the opening of the Brown Sugar Cafe here in Katy, Texas. And um, so I'm gonna give a full disclaimer. I don't really, really know this man. So for all my audience, my people that watch it, y'all pray for you girl because from what i've already experienced he he's a nice special one so with that being said listen here we are please introduce yourself sir let them know who you are what you do and to start how you can they can reach you and then we'll do that again at the back end
1: great first of (laughs) all thank you i am excited to be here um thank you for allowing me to be on your platform to bless and grace the space. I'm excited. Um, For those that do not know (laughs) who I am, I am your rhyming realtor for your dream home when you need to buy or sell. I am the purpose coach for those that feel like they're going through hell. I am the speaker here to motivate, encourage, and inspire. I am a poet as well. I grab the mic to spit bars of fire. The book that I wrote, it's changing lives as well. A servant is what I am and I want a mission to serve not sell when it's all said and done I help others reach their full potential by helping them find their purpose to find true joy it is essential so Andre notice is my name and inspiration is who I be it is true I live to give and you will notice me
0: period okay so now that we've got enough fun stuff out the way um and I actually got your book I thought I had but you got your book so that's even better Okay, mm-hmm. so first of all, what is your book about? This is not an interview, so wait a minute. Let me, yeah, let me talk about this. So the name of the
1: book is called "Your Purpose Is Not for You,"
0: okay. and
1: God gave me the title to this book about six years ago, when I didn't write a thing. I didn't write a single word until last year. So the book is about helping people understand what their purpose is and under and why it's not for them.
0: Okay, awesome. So prerequisite one. I want to make sure that people know we may not agree on everything and that's cool we're gonna keep it civil kind of sort of um depending on what happens but also (laughs) but also um we have different opinions and i want to make sure that um we know andre is not speaking for all men but we do want to make sure that he provide a male perspective um it could be based off his experience um his lessons because we won't necessarily call them failures Um, there's a lot of things that's going on but I want people to know your position so have you been married before no okay are you (laughs) are you single unspoken for yes okay okay that's that's good so now here we go before I go to the, because we'll talk about relationship piece on the back end. Um, June is mental health, men's health month, right? And I've seen two things where it's like June and November, but we're gonna tackle that for this month. So I'm gonna ask, we're gonna have conversation around both the male perspective, relationships, um, business, partnerships, things like that. But I wanted to make sure that everybody knew you where you currently are and now with that being said, where, what is your position as it relates to relationships in this current moment?
1: Uh, well, so for of me, the opposite right to say,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Just okay. want to make sure y- I'm clear.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm single right now by choice. And the reason why I'm single by choice is because I'm building, um, multiple businesses, multiple, you know, multiple brands. And, um, I know that when I get involved with somebody, it, it's, uh, I go all in. And I believe that um, being in a relationship is an investment. It's an investment of your time, your energy, your emotions, your money, all of that. So if I'm not investing that with somebody else, then I can devote that that I would devote to somebody else towards my business, towards myself. So for that reason, I choose to be single at this particular stage. That's the first reason. The second reason is because I haven't met anybody that I feel is my wife not a wife but my wife you know and i don't want to marry somebody else's wife so i'm being patient to the right person comes along when the right person comes along then she will help me grow things to a whole nother level that i couldn't by myself but until that time and that person comes along i'm focused upon myself
0: okay so that was actually going to be toward the back end but i want to ask this question because i remember hearing you talk about this before um when it comes to you saying that, you know, you're looking, you're focusing on your business, your brand, trying to make sure you build yourself and all of that. My question is then if your community, so let's go to the church that we had that you invited me to, to hear you speak on the platform. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the conversations was about a young lady who you were engaging in conversation back and forth. And the moment that you told her, you ain't looking for nothing. she the conversation pretty much halted and she's like yeah i see you next week you know at our scheduled meeting so my question is and and your response was a little different so my only question related to that was why do you think that it was necessarily a problem or an issue with her deciding to back off when you made that statement if it wasn't followed by well if the right woman comes i might change how I do things. So help me understand that.
1: Because you don't know what you don't by cutting somebody off or not being open to a possible relationship. And when I say relationship, I'm not talking about romantic relationship. I'm saying even a friendship platonic, Um, by not being open to that, you can possibly block your blessings because you don't know why that person has come across your life. They could have been your next business partner or whatever the case may be and people block their blessings because they're not even open to that that's the first reason the second reason is because oftentimes people say things like they want to marry their best friend but then the moment you have an opportunity to have somebody to be a friend you don't even even open to that so how can you marry your best friend if you're not even open to having new friends
0: okay so so help me to understand this because i was confused when i heard it um Her saying, okay, well, I'll see you Monday means I'm not shutting you down from having whatever is supposed to happen on Monday. Mm -hmm. Why is it that it seemed like it was something different than that?
1: It was how, it was how, so you can actually feel energy on the phone. Okay. You can hear a tone of voice on the phone and you can hear the tone of voice and energy shift once the statement was made. So that's why. So
0: what? so why is it that is to you it was in you uh, you think that so here's my thing me if i know what i want and what i'm looking for and you're telling me that's not what it is why does it seem like it's me possibly missing out on a blessing if we have already established in the beginning that you're not looking for what i'm looking for
1: Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just talking about if you're not even open to continuing any kind of relationship, is what I'm saying. That's all I'm talking about.
0: Really? Yeah. So you think somebody should still pursue friendship with you if they're attracted to you, but know they're not gonna get anywhere?
1: I'm not saying they they should. I'm just saying it's I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with being open to it, is what I'm saying.
0: And so what I'm asking though is Mm -hmm. if I'm saying I'm open if you're saying they should be open to it, but open to what if you're already closing the door, it sounds like to me in the beginning. Like what because it's not
1: there, just because the door is not open for a romantic relationship doesn't mean that you can't build something else. You know, there are other relationships that are not romantic. Correct. I have a lot of I have a lot of female friends right now that know understand where I'm from, that we have a platonic relationship that we both benefit from in multiple ways that have nothing to do with romance or sex. That's but what
0: if I'm that's saying. That's what I want. Right,
1: and you can have that, but just you just understand you just understand where that particular person is and where you want no, no, with no. that particular person.
0: I'm saying, saying with you. Let's say Sheila and Andre. Mm-hmm. If I want Andre as my man, and Andre then told me, "No, I hold need on. This is this is,
1: upon, this is upon initial contact. You can't say you want somebody no, no, no. you just met." Him.
0: Well, you actually can. I can determine if I'm attracted to you and wants either a friendship this is just me personally i know whether now what i'm not saying every relationship has to be what it was that i wanted in the beginning but when you go approach somebody typically you know if you're attracted to them other than a friendship
1: yeah physical but beyond the physical
0: that's when you get to know them
1: exactly so that's what i'm it's- saying beyond beyond the physical so you don't really know um my point is, you don't know what role a person may play in your life just because it's not romantic, is what I'm saying. And I have, and I told this story on a on a live before um, a couple months ago of a young lady that um when we met initially, um she expressed where she was and I expressed where I where I was. And I never did, I never let her on in any way. I never we never crossed any lines, never barriers. Didn't go out on any dates, but over time, um, it turned out that she 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 called she was hurt, huh? She called Philly. Right? yes, right. And and the thing about it is it was it was stated up front what was going on. But here's the thing though, later on down the road, once we had a lunch about it, she came back and told me. That, hey, man, I know she apologized and said, I know that I lashed out on you and I told in reference to my feelings. And what she did, she went, she lashed way out. And I didn't know what I, I just told her, hey, I don't know what you're going through. but When you're ready to talk about it, I'm here. But she lashed way out. And this is a woman in my same age group. But I knew something I knew was something else going on. She came back and said that I was hurt because you didn't want me the way that I wanted you and God had to tell me um, the reason why you're really in my life and had nothing to do with what I wanted.
0: So she she
1: thought that- and And then she told me that you have really been a blessing in my life and in multiple areas. And I overlooked that because I wanted what I wanted. So my whole point is-
0: She thought she can change the dynamic of the relationship i'm not
1: saying she thought she can change it what i'm saying is i was being a benefit in her life a blessing in her life in other ways other than romantic but she didn't look past that
0: so what so let me ask you this in relation to that because i find that a lot of people do that in relationships they Mm -hmm. um they they think that if we're doing something continuously or if our relationship shifted from what it started out to be even though there has not been a change in communication of what the expectations are that it might be going in a direction in a certain direction do you feel that way
1: every situation is not not the same it has to be communicated so there are some there are some there are some instances as to where it can and there are some instances to where it may not but if that person told you where they are at the very beginning then you have to respect that now if that person changes their mind then that needs to be another conversation
0: check ins correct yeah how often do you think relationships should have check-ins
1: well it's based on if something changes in the dynamic of the relationship if nothing changes on the dynamic of the relationship then I don't see what the point is having a check-in, you know.
0: What do if you somebody- mean by that?
1: What I'm saying is if if you've been if you've been if you establish a relationship and you're used to doing things as you do things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then somewhere along the lines, you 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 find yourselves doing something different than what you have been doing, at that point there should be a discussion. Or if somebody finds themselves feeling a way that didn't feel that before, part then they should then there should be a discussion that's what i'm saying
0: okay so let's switch it up a little bit um do you mentor yes what is the age group or it doesn't matter
1: um i mentor young men uh, middle uh, well i'm sorry high school and i also mentor new real estate agents as well
0: okay so how do you communicate any concerns or fears concerning the black male in today's society or do you
1: wait how do you how do i say that one more time
0: communicate so let's say you're mentoring some african-american males how do you communicate the concerns that we genuinely have as mothers um as a black man yourself how do you communicate, communicate those concerns as it relates to your mentoring or do you?
1: Which concerns are you talking about specifically? What do you mean by that?
0: Um, the uh, racial profiling as a black man, um, what to do in situations, um, the stereotype of, of since you're mentoring uh, young adults uh this whole baby daddy baby mama situation like how do you do you communicate concerning those concerns
1: as it comes as it as it comes and arises um we may have those discussions but how I do things so I've I've learned um that some of the best ways to get your point across and to get people to understand and to learn things um one is by telling stories so, um, working on becoming a, a prominent storyteller, and then the second way is by asking questions. So, I I've learned, or well, I'm still learning, um, to ask questions to do a couple of things. Number one, to see where a person is and how they're thinking and why they're thinking the way that they're thinking. Number two, to gain an understanding because it's not always about what you say, but it's also how you say it, and it's also understanding why you said it because it can be coming from a dark place based on your past and your background your experiences and we only can see things through our vision on on the way that we where we are you see the world based on who you are you see other people based on who you are and based on your past so as i ask questions i gain more of an understanding as to who you are and where you are and your past
0: so is that a standard that you do or is it again based on if something happens then you address it like are you proactive in that or is it a react both
1: it just depends on what it is though i mean there are some situations to where I'll, I'll bring something up and there are other situations to where it may it may come about and then we'll talk about it we'll discuss it at that particular
0: point so help me understand well i'll talk about that in a minute um <laughs> <laughs> because i i mean man OK, so supporting people only when there's a benefit for you. Do you have you ever run into those situations where the only time you got support as a man, or as an individual was when somebody was directly benefiting? How do you handle those types of situations as a man? Because I know how I handle them as
1: Me when somebody's benefiting from me.
0: Yeah, like let's say the only time someone shares something that you're doing is if they're on the platform as well or um they won't buy your book but they're always in your inbox to purchase their stuff or you know hey put me in contact with somebody that can help me grow my business but so you're talking about takers
1: people that are always taking but never really giving they're only they're only only there for themselves or only supporting you if it's going to benefit them
0: so that's not necessarily a taker though because that could very well just be somebody who does not participate unless they're directly involved
1: that sounds like a taking to me if they're if, they're, if, they're, if they're if the only time they're involved is the only time they're are coming around or, or supporting is if they're involved or they get a benefit and that's that's still taking um what are they so, taking though? well what i'm saying is because they're on the receiving end so if they're if they're only if they're only doing something to be on a receiving end all the time um then in my mind that that that's almost gotcha. that's almost what you're taking because it's not giving it's it's, it's receiving you can't or it's they where they give where they
0: want to give right go ahead
1: right yeah. so to be honest I don't I don't have those people in my circle to my knowledge I don't I'm, I'm very cognizant as to who I have in my circle if i do I'm not aware of it I don't I don't see
0: you've that never in my had circle. that
1: I'm not gonna say I've never had it. I don't. I don't think I have it currently, but right. I, I distance myself. You know, okay. I'm all about reciprocating energies and and actions. So that I, I deal too much with. So I'm not gonna say I've never had it, but I don't. I don't have it now, to my knowledge.
0: Do you have the conversation before? The uh, yeah, I mean,
1: it's, it, I think. Well, also it depends if the person. Okay is of a, is of a mature state of mind to where i can have that discussion with them then yeah i'll have that discussion but if they're if they may not be then i'll just distance myself and if the question is asked why then i'll i'll i'll, I'll approach it at that particular point but every situation is different it just depends on the individual some people are in a state of mind or maturity where they can receive things and others are not whether so you know, if those, they're, they're not it's enough, not. right and if they're not all they're going to do is get defensive anyway and find excuses and, 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 and come up with excuses as to why that is anyway, or they'll try to n- deflect and bring up something else that they want to talk about that you may have done that they feel some, some way about. So it's not going to, it's not going to go anywhere, get anywhere. So um, yeah, that's, that's how I handle that.
0: I tell people all the time for me, I have the conversations regardless, just because I you you'll never be able to say that you didn't have the information. What you do with it is on you. But yeah. that's that's just me. Um, Do you know? Are you aware of your triggers, or do you have any? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he <laughs> said. Oh yeah. <laughs> so how do you handle when you're triggered?
1: I take a step back. I'm not one. I'm not one to really. Um,
0: you're not
1: I'm very, No, no, no. I'm I'm very un, unconfrontational, and I'm very. I'm very poised and I've had to learn to be poised. I used to have a temper. I don't have a temper anymore. I'm very poised. I'm very calm. I'm very, um, yeah, even, even, even on my, in, in my passionate sport basketball, I'm very poised most of the time. Um, and I've had, I've had to learn to be that way because I grew up in a household with a younger brother that if I wasn't, I might've killed him, you know? So I had to learn how to, how to calm, how to calm down and how to take things in stride and how to, um, have thick skin and things like that. So, yeah I'm I, on to the next
0: <laughs> do have you ever found it where well, you're going through your process because I know you have a story um, we're all on a journey, but do you find that sometimes you're finding new triggers?
1: No, not really so, I okay because life is about well <laughs> you choose for- <laughs> growth. And I'm always looking to, for ways to grow. So no, I, I don't find myself having
0: the triggers. Oh, very good. That's good. Very mature of you. OK, <laughs> so <laughs> have you ever considered? Oh, at first, am I aware of my triggers? Um, I'm actually still learning because I've spent a lot of my time um, masking me. Well, years before um, I would mask how I felt for the greater good, if, if that's what you want to call it. So I would deal with my stuff personally in a different way and not even acknowledge that something bothered me. So it's like, okay, you know, whatever, you being you, I'm going to keep moving and not really acknowledging it. So I've now started understanding why I do what I do. And that helps me in understanding when people don't do what they said they'll do or any other outside forces. So that helps. Um, how do I deal with anger? How do you deal with anger?
1: It's not often that I'm that I get mad, but if I do, um I'll take a step back and dissect the situation, and I I try to focus my energy on solutions. I don't try to. So focus-
0: you're you're not hauling off no more. Like you're not about to take nobody out anymore. You no. good? It's I'm never good. that serious nah i just want to make sure in case i'm in your company or something and something happened i just need to make sure if i need to step away
1: No, nah, I'll, I'll I'll voice whatever is bothering me and um yeah I'll, I'll express it i have no problem expressing it but i'll do it in a calm tone you know to where um you may not even know that i'm, I'm angry or upset um unless i choose for you to know you know i don't care at that point that's another level of it um
0: <laughs> that's but yeah that's a problem being right when you don't care.
1: But it's rare, though, that, that that hardly ever happens. And then, you know, if I if I need to do something physical, I'll work out or play basketball.
0: Amen. Praise the Lord that you won't end up in jail. OK, so I got a question that asks, what can you say to those who are still learning their triggers? It's a
1: it's a constant it's a constant um, self-check to pay attention to. Your emotions at any particular moment to see how you feel when something happens, um, when something is said, when something is done, and to and to ask you have to ask yourself why am I feeling this way? What was done? What was said? Um, because oftentimes, so so one of the biggest issues we have in today's society is that we're we're reactive instead of proactive.
0: Yeah,
1: we, we we react to things, and because we react to things, we often act too soon. Mm hmm time out to actually um assess the situation assess the possible consequences and then proceed. Yes. so um it really it really comes down to you slowing down you really have to slow down slow down and making decisions um slow down and reacting um pay attention to yourself really you have to take more self assessment. And, and that's something that is not, um, but it's necessary.
0: Um, one of the things I also um, talk to people about is n- not giving away their power. Um, why yeah. are you so triggered? Like, what is it that is causing you to why are you triggered? Not necessarily that you're triggered. And who did it? But why is it that I'm you something and I'm cool? Yeah. But if Jim does it, I'm flying off a handle. Like, what is it about this that is causing me to react? And not just what is it about this, but why is it that they have that power to shift? Um, Someone said, could we say we react because we are used to not being heard or misunderstood?
1: Yeah, oftentimes. So oftentimes being triggered stems from deeper things that were never dealt with. Could have been from childhood. Could have been from childhood. You know, it could have been from fatherlessness. It could have been from neglect. It could have been from trauma. It could have been from that, uh, abuse. There are so mm-hmm. many things that come undealt. And because it comes undealt, what happens is it manifests into other areas. And um, you're unaware that you're even acting a certain way. And you can't even pinpoint as to why you are. So That part. Yeah.
0: And, and people react to, in addition to that, because they have not taken the time to understand that you don't have to respond the way you're responding. They've been so emotional and flying off the cuff for so long and are justified in it. People, they get with people who they're connected to that tell them, you are right, if it was me, I would have done it the same way. I probably would have been worse off. And it's like, wait a minute, why are you condoning them popping off?
1: Because sometimes some people feel like that's the only way that they can be heard. Exactly. And everybody mm-hmm. wants to be heard, everybody wants to feel appreciated, everybody wants to feel like I'm like I matter. And some people, some people feel like that's the only way that they can get their point across and be heard and be and be seen. Um, and sometimes they're unaware that they're even doing so. Nobody pulled them to the side and say, Hey, there's a better way to handle the situation.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a quick example. Like, for instance, I um I went out to eat a couple of days ago and my um i got something that i always get and i realized the portion size was a lot smaller um now you know how some of us do in restaurants Period. right and i know the the average individual would you know hey,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. where's the rest of my food
1: yeah, yeah 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 so this is what i did i said hey um the manager came over i said hey um i come here quite often you should get this dish um little just trying to find out why the why portion size just seem a little bit smaller. Is, is there something that was there a change done was just trying to get some understanding. He says, no, nah, man, I'm not, it should have been what X Y Z. You know what? Let me go ahead and get you another side on me. Straight like that.
0: Very good.
1: Now had I lashed out and acted like the typical, typical. You
0: know, uh-huh.
1: that he probably would not have done so willingly You see what I'm saying? So my point my point is you can actually get the same, if not better results just by learning how to express yourself in a calm demeanor. People are more willing to assist you and help you if they see that you're you're upset, you're annoyed, but you're at least poised. And I've I've had to learn that. myself.
0: we'll come back to triggers in one second. But I want to know, how do you, Andre, handle feedback? Like, does it have to be from somebody that you have real close relationship with or can somebody outside say, you know what? Dre,
1: I see this. Nah, man. So so I, I pride myself as, as God continues to elevate me in my, in my businesses and as I continue to grow in multiple facets, I used to pray and I still pray often that Lord allow me to be humble. And humility is one of the main foundational principles that we can actually have. Um, because if you're humble, you can continue to learn and you continue to grow. If you're humble, you can learn from an ant. If you're humble, you can sit down and watch a child pl- play and learn something. So with that being said, I'm open to feedback and criticism because I know that I have not arrived. I have ways and areas that I can always grow. And sometimes I may not be aware of them. So, but I will say this, it also depends on, on, on how it's being expressed as well. It's all about, it's all about not only what's said, but how it's being said as well. Is it, is it being told in a loving, caring way, or is it being told, in another kind of way, you know what I'm see, saying. So that, that
0: matters uh, as well. So here's where I I have to tr- try to see if we can balance that because sometimes, depending on the personality, it may not always come off as this loving, gentle kind of way, right? So I I always ask people, is it true though? Right, I understand we have to be mindful of how we present information, if we present information, and when we present information. Right, but if the information I'm giving you, whether you it was sweet and gentle or if it was harsh and brass, is it true?
1: So let's let's
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't cut me.
0: I ain't gonna cut you. But not this time. Maybe I'm going quit.
1: going back to the to the late Mister. Kevin Samuels. Oh,
0: that boy. Okay. That man. Uh-huh.
1: Now, I'm not going to say if what he said was real or or fact or not, but I will say many people said that it was his delivery that they could not get past. Regardless right. if it was true or not, there are some people that just cannot get past the delivery. So, I'm going to give you I'm going to tell you a story. I know a young lady. We were having a discussion about somebody else that we both know who's in business. He's a business owner. And this business owner, does he's not everybody's cup of tea. And he comes off as rude to some individuals. And some people don't even fool with him because of his his personality and how he comes off. And this person, we're having a discussion about this particular individual. And she's like, I can't understand why people keep going back to him for his business. And he treats people like, you know, "Eh, eh, eh, eh." and I told her, I said, you know what? You have to realize that for you, customer service is a big deal because Mm -hmm. you deal in customer service and it's very important to you. So other people, what's more important to customer service is the product or the service that they're getting. Correct. So They're over to overlook the customer service, because to them, that product or that service is more important. important. It yeah. goes the same way back to this. It just comes back down to what are your values and your principles? What's more important to you? So, for some individuals, it's going to be in the delivery. And for others, is it true?
0: I We're just feel partner. like it should. Now, whether you fooled them, them the or not after the fact, I get it. What I'm saying is even outside of not dealing with them anymore or not wanting to do business, whatever the case may be, still evaluate if the information is true. Agreed. Like you don't ever have to get it from them again, but right. to discredit the information just because you didn't get it the way you thought it should have been received. Like that just seems to be. Uh, How
1: many people miss the message looking at the messenger? A lot. You heard me? Yeah how many people missed the message looking at the message
0: a lot but that's but that's the go. purpose but that's the purpose in having these conversations not to condone the things that we're doing that's not working but to give another option for you to say you know what even if you don't deal with them no more check the information <laughs> can you apply the information don't deal with them no more that's yeah. your prerogative. But so take what, but what
1: you're, but what ahead. you're talking about takes two things. One, maturity. Facts. Two, growth. Facts. So if you haven't grown to that point, and you're not mature enough, you're not ready to make that kind of assessment. That just,
0: you're people not, have to to get there. But that's the purpose of this podcast, so <laughs> that we can give them. <laughs> something to be listen again plant the seed what we talk about um well we know the Bible it one man plants another water you know but God
1: yes agreed
0: so even with this people are gonna listen to this they might go to the replay and like these people are crazy y'all sound like y'all ain't got what y'all either way but the seed is planted. That's all I'm saying. I get let's, it. I, I agree with you.
1: People. I agree with you.
0: OK. OK. So let's go back to traumas real quick, because I don't want to I want to make sure that people get their questions answered. So um, how do you deal with people are asking questions? They are. And and I normally don't answer questions on the podcast. Oh, okay. uh, I but I want to. I want to make sure that people leave. I always want to make sure people leave with what they can take home. They can apply right away. I don't want them having to go trying to wonder and inboxing me and all that other stuff after the fact. So (laughs) the question was, um, how do you deal with triggers that are related to the family? Maybe you don't have any. Um, Maybe you had some. So even if you don't have it now, talk about a time. Or if you have any triggers that are related to relationships Wait, what, with your family. What do you
1: mean? Can you give me an can you give me? An I, I cannot.
0: Um, <laughs> no, because it's not my question. But I'm assuming
1: that means like somebody says something about your mama or something like that? Or, like-
0: or the other thing is if your family is the trigger, like your mom, your brothers, your sister, like anytime you're in something that they do say what it is that they've done or said is a right now trigger
1: so that that's that's going to be a case by case scenario uh, I just no blanket an answer for that you know a that's lot of things
0: go. are case by case I need you to answer this this in you know, a pick pick a case <laughs> just pick one and help the people out give give a different scenario you are loaded with information surely you can pick something
1: um
0: let's say let's say it's the mama mama she can't she never was there she didn't listen she was always fighting and fussing and so you want to have this familial relationship right you want to have this uh you want to have but she disrespects the boundaries like mama always in the way i can't be an adult and she volunteers I don't care how much I done told mama mama back up (laughs) mama still coming in hard like you need to stop doing that and you need to go here how how would you handle that sir notice It,
1: it goes back to what we just talked about a second ago um communicating and expressing you know your um Man, you're your discomfort. It doesn't matter. So what? I
0: know. But you said it already. And mama's still doing what she want to do. Is that? Is, do you right. suggest so you, the breakaway?
1: Right. So you, you, you express your discomfort. And sometimes if your point is not getting across, then you may have to come in an, another way where you have another person who feels the same way or similarly. And you both or all three of you come together. I've done that before with, with a family member. And me and my brothers had to come together and talk to this family member, say, hey, we all feel this way. And that person was actually in tears. And we, we didn't see that coming because <laughs> they saw it wasn't just me that felt that way. We all felt this way. And if we all felt this way, how many other people are feeling the same way and just haven't said anything? Yeah. But sometimes a collective um, discussion can be just more impactful than just one person doing so. So that's one way it can be, it can be. That's good. Text him. Yeah, I've done um, that before. It's, it can be effective.
0: Now, let's talk about being in as a grown man, um, grown woman, whatever the case, maybe even families um, going back home. And you have mama and daddy at home, but then you got the grown children who have children all had to come back home. Right. So if you're under their roof, <laughs> mama and daddy like, well, you under my roof and
1: what we say go yeah that's that's not an easy situation to be in
0: how you do know? you handle how do you suggest handling it's
1: still the same thing you you say hey i, I first of all you diffuse the situation by you saying what exactly what you know they're going to say that's the first thing you do it's called me that part so that you you're you're acknowledging that you already know mm-hmm Hey, I, I understand that I'm in your 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 house and I have to abide by your rules. Yep. I do understand that. And I want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can, you know, yada 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 yada. That and, I know, and I know this may be a hard just conversation for us to have and then get into it. And just just by you acknowledging the fact that you already know where you stand, that already brings them down from 10 to a, a seven. And you cool it's interesting that I'm I'm actually reading a book right now where they even talk about doing that. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's real. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's one way that you can, that you can work towards, um, doing just that, but that's not an easy situation to be in
0: at all. It's never, no. Um, I, I purposely did what I needed to do. Um, well, my husband at the time, uh, we did what we needed to do to get out of my parents' house or his parents' house because it was like, okay, we want to be grown. And it's kind of hard to to have those conversations and have this chest poked out when you had to step back and and be in their space. And so, you know, it's a matter of one, doing a self-assessment to me, um, making sure that you're not crossing any boundaries with these expectations that you should be respected, right? So making sure that whatever the list of of expectations are from both parties is there because a lot of times I find we give all of our boundaries, we give all of our expectations, but we don't hear them. Like what what does Andre expect from me? I know I didn't say it everything that I expect from Andre, but what does Andre expect from me? And then in that moment, I can let you know whether I can actually handle it or not. And we can make a decision from there on how we'll move forward.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. What is your view on marriage? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me be clear. Let me be clear because I ain't got time to be playing with you, Andre. W. Get
1: married. That's my answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, so you believe, so you believe in, t- in the, Institution of marriage, yes, one, 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 and one, one person, one, one, one per- not
1: just one and one, one man, one woman.
0: Okay, I just want to make, I'm listen, sir. Yeah, I know, I'm not I'm putting words clarifying. in your mouth. I just want to be clear.
1: I'm just clarifying. Okay,
0: so, so I'm fine. There's a lot of people, um, that are I've heard more so now than before with the polygamy and, and polygyny and all of these different poly relationships. Right. This is a a detour because I didn't have this question, but what do you think about that?
1: So here's the thing. Honestly. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Um, As you continue to grow spiritually, um from a biblical standpoint Mm -hmm. you start to like you start you should be more like your creator and follow your creator's um instructions and as you continue to grow you start to like what god likes and hate what god hates okay even the sin that you struggle with. Okay. I'm going to say that again. You're going to hate. You learn to love what God hates. Even that which you struggle with. Okay. With that being said. From a natural standpoint. From a human standpoint. Taking God mm. out the equation. Man has a free will to do whatever he wants. If he doesn't call himself under uh, a believer
0: mm-hmm.
1: but once you do enter call yourself that then it would be within your best interest to abide by god's hierarchy Facts. But- with that being said you understand that god's hierarchy is not just there because he said so it's because there are specific reasons that will benefit us and the family by following what he put in place god is a god of order any time that you step out of order, that leaves room for chaos. A whole
0: lot of stuff.
1: A whole lot of chaos. So, it's not something that I agree with, I would abide by or get involved. But at the same time, I don't speak too much on it. Those that are, because we see things from two different angles, and no matter what I say, they will never exactly. see the way that I see things in any way
0: and you know one of the things i was thinking about um was lust right um and there are a lot of people now that feel like it's natural for us to be around here with everything and everybody but i feel like even outside of whether it's out whether you believe in christianity god father son and holy spirit or whether you out here just winging it um, If you don't have self-control, no matter what position you're in, it's going to, it's almost like, from what I hear, chasing the high from the drug. It's like, it's, as long as you continue to lose self-control or to keep straddling that fence or stepping outside and maybe I can add another one. It co- puts you in a position to crave more, and that more is always greater. The down spiral.
1: Had. You're talking about a down spiral. That part. Yeah, you, it's it's like a fire. It never it never gets fed enough. It just exactly. Keeps, it just keeps feed, feeding the fire. It's just throwing more wood into the fire. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. Absolutely. And, it,
0: and and I think that a lot of times, especially in this time now, where we are so everything is everything, and we just accept it.
1: Every now, Listen. now we got a whole now we got a whole hoochie daddy situation going on. I'm
0: sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? Are what you not you aware,
1: you're not aware hoochie daddy?
0: No, no, sir. What was that? Give me a so, quick synopsis of what that
1: is. <laughs> so now there's this there's talk going on on social media about the men wearing thigh high shorts.
0: Live, you tell.
1: No, no, no! This like, is like,
0: like, and I'm gonna be mindful. High
1: high shorts. Like, if, like I, if, I, if, I, if I like men, men that like women. I'm talking about men that look masculine, <laughs> wearing shorts. Like, if I took my my between my kneecap,
0: my lord, Jesus. and my hip, right Mm-mm. there in the middle,
1: wearing and and they grip my thighs, men. And you those.
0: say they grip too? They they not just up there? They gripping? They
1: gripping the, right. There's, a, there's there's actually a photo circulating right now on social media of a guy wearing and women weighing in their their thoughts on it, you know, and you know, it's but my point is we've gotten to the point where we're accepting of everything. There's no boundaries anymore. Anything goes. And See, it's because I'm, of it's because of one word, desensitized. Facts. We become desensitized to things. I, we will, we will. like
0: I want I miss I miss the nice tailored suits that come down to the past the ankle like at the shoe. Um, mm. you know, the clothes that that weren't so tight that you saw a man's package. Yeah. Like, mm. um, I don't know, maybe I'm old school in that that manner. There's um, nothing I don't want I, I personally don't want my man having on shorts as short as mine. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: y'all, y'all going back home. Y'all going back home with switch shorts.
0: Listen, like we're gonna get his or her. Maybe, maybe, can, I, baby, can I
1: wear these? Maybe, can I wear these to the party,
0: dude? That is like, oh my god, no, oh Jesus. Mm, okay, I'm not even finished. You know what? Because we only got two nowadays. Minutes,
1: look, nowadays, Ooh. these guys jumping up and down to put on their pants.
0: And, <laughs> and around on the let me tell you something, and, and let's add answer this because I'm. And I'm not mean literally, but I am so concerned being a single unmarried woman, um, not spoken for um out here in these dating streets.
1: So this is a this is a big reason why I'm not really too pressed on having children. I'm not excited about raising kids in this generation, not at that all.
0: Part. I'm and so glad I'm not if it
1: happened, I would because I have a goal to leave the United States. I'd probably work a little bit harder if I, if I had a baby on the way to make it happen a little bit sooner because I don't want to raise no kids in this in this American society ain't no way
0: oh, there's no boundaries there's,
1: there's no authority respect there's, mm-mm. Nah, I'm good
0: and, and so I actually made the decision to homeschool my youngest daughter the rest of them I don't I don't even have the patience like y'all finish out y'all already high school be great but so disheartening to see the things that they're allowed to teach, the, the the different thing. It's like we have laws in place that protects them from being sexually abused, but yet they can choose their sexuality. I'm confused <laughs> as to that. Um, and, and we're not gonna touch that because I don't want to have no no hate mail and stuff. So I'm gonna just leave that there. So let's move on. Um Why does it seem so hard for men to ask for help? Ego. and
1: Ego and pride.
0: So if you, but if you, if, if me and Dre is rock, like we've been rocking for a minute, I got your back. I've shown you that, like we, I'm telling you, let me know if you need me. Like, how can we break that barrier in your opinion of men not asking for help because I tell people I tell men all the time, it does something good for a real woman to be able to come through and help her man. Like it does it's not even about a woman not being able to submit herself and all that other crap that is said, but to be able to say that my my man needed me or needed something and I was able to come through, right. that does something for us. Why I is agree. it that what what can we do to kind of help foster See, that gap?
1: So first of all, first of all, it's not, it's not just men. Women do. Women, women have the same problem. So I want to, I want to make sure you understand that first. Cause I know women that have a hard time asking for I'm not for saying help. it's all. Especially if they have the entrepreneurial spirit, which, I, which I call it. Like, cause I have it too. And it's hard because you have this mindset that can't nobody do it like me. Which may be true.
0: It, it, it could be one. Depending on what it is,
1: it may be true. But then the question is. Do they really need to do that like, like
0: you? you? Exactly.
1: If they do 80% is good, will it still get done? You know, but to answer your question, a couple of things come into play. One is other men sharing their experiences. And then two, sometimes you just got to learn the hard way. You got to fall in your fall in your face and realize that it, it ain't about you and you can't do this by yourself. See, see, we're not independent beings and we Correct. shouldn't be saying we're independent. We, God didn't make us to be independent beings.
0: No, we're relational. The moment
1: that you're alone too long, you go crazy. That's why it's called solitary confinement. You go crazy. We are codependent beings, Correct. which means we need each other. We, we rely on each other to survive. So you have to understand that it's not about you and you can get a lot further by allowing other individuals to assist you with what you have going on.
0: And we have to be vulnerable. Yeah, you and, do, but that, that goes and, back to humility. But, I, but in, a, in a sense, a lot of times it is is not a pride issue, more so it's a, a history issue like i've tried to let my guard down multiple times and each time i've done it and so maybe it's a a, a matter of understanding the spirit of discerning discernment yes. um to know when and how but also for me because um i'm the type of person where like i said i'm gonna give you the information do what you will with it and even when with some of the personal things that i've dealt with in life um some people tell me i share too much but again I don't care because you can't hurt me with the information i've given you and so i feel like i'm it's easier to be vulnerable when you take away the power of what somebody will do with that information
1: yes and you and you know who you're giving the
0: information to that part mm-hmm. that's good mm-hmm. yeah okay do you feel like you possibly closed off um and i i so i watched the podcast oh my god i watched the podcast that you were on and you talked about your situation, relationship that happened a few years back where, oh girl, did you in? Oh yeah. Hurt mm-hmm. your feelings. Uh-huh. Do you feel like um it, in addition to the different type of people that were actually that are in the dating pool, do you feel like that is keeping you um or will keep you from being able to be open to pursuing the new relationship?
1: Do I feel like what is keeping me?
0: the the hurt from the hurt that no that
1: would mean I wouldn't be healed
0: facts do no, you I've, go I've side on there
1: I've, I've healed from that a long time ago i'm good that's that's i'm good
0: so you're un unbothered nothing yeah you
1: okay. like if if she called me right now i wouldn't be staring at the phone like and, and i wouldn't have no i wouldn't have no butterflies at.
0: <laughs> but
1: no, I'm, I'm, I'm over it
0: but are you so are you still cautious then of new relationships or or how because from what you said you did a year it was about a year before you actually felt like or she was on her way out the door or correct me if i'm wrong but um it had transitioned already before you realized you really loved her which is a whole nother story in itself but is it that something that you will take more time with or um, as it relates to a new relationship, no, because just be
1: more patient with myself and actually and in, in really, really asking God, is this what I want or is this what you want for me? Just be more patient. That's all.
0: Okay. Do you wait for the answer or do you just make a move? Or does it depend on the situation? Because for me, I'm I, I go by the scripture. God bless the work of your hands. Now, of course, no, would, like go ahead, love. It's a little bit of
1: both, you know, because you do have to put mm-hmm. some work in but at the same time um even in that situation i wasn't looking for that i just kind of fell into it literally so i wasn't looking for it
0: you fell into what you
1: remember how i told you the young lady felt had uh, fell into feelings for me well that's what happened to me with with the other young lady
0: so with the other young lady did you all start out saying we may pursue a relationship or did it no. start out like you're saying right now? um, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. If it happens, it happens. Or you don't need to say that.
1: We well, never, even okay. we never really t- discussed it really. To be honest, we really, we was really hanging out because there was a mutual, really? there was a mutual attraction there, but we are also in the same industry. Right. So a lot of it, some of it was even business even.
0: Okay. But is that the reason why you, Communicate now up front?
1: I was doing that before anyway.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I, I was told years ago that I, I wasted somebody's time and I never wanted to be told that before.
0: Ooh. Why were you told that?
1: Because I didn't tell her up front.
0: Did you really I, waste her time though? Like, or do you feel like you wasted her time?
1: No, but the fact that she said that, you know, just maybe, but just, just it allowed me the opportunity to make sure that i can set the stage from up front so that i can never do it and i've never been told that again since then
0: yeah and i actually do that now with any guy that's approaching me actually anybody that's approaching me. i do check-ins whether it's women that i'm cool with like hey what is what are we doing is this are we friends i've asked people and i think people think that's elementary To go back and kind of figure out where we're going with this relationship, but I like to make that determination because I hate to be the one over here talking about this. My BFF, we've been rocking for a minute, and they're like, "That's my associate, Sheila." You know, (laughs) I've met (laughs) her. So help me, help me out, because I'm I'm. um, This is my this is my. What can you give for those that are trying to pursue a platonic friendship right we already talked about communication but address whatever you feel like you need to address again but what can you say to those that are building this kind of relationship male and female let's start there
1: setting boundaries and being being aware as to where you hang out and what you do
0: which means you should know what your boundaries are so (laughs) because that's some people don't know they base it off of the person versus their individual self it's gotta, like oh i'm not gonna
1: No, nah, Go to you have to know yourself you got to know yourself and your boundaries and, and know you know if you have whatever you, your eye you have to have an idea for what a friendship is for you
0: exactly and
1: stay within those boundaries so what is it yeah. what is what is a friendship what is a platonic friendship for you look like and absolutely fit within those those guidelines
0: and I love that too, even with regular relationships. do you have like I wonder why um I don't see as often men holding men accountable. I talked about this before with another guest where you know we we as women we go to multiple conferences left and right, we all over the place getting conferenced up like we ready to take charge in our homes, but then we have the men out here, no one is talking to them. Do you feel like you have men in your life that you can that can hold you accountable as well as you holding them accountable? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Absolutely. Do you feel like you can communicate to other men as well? Like, do you feel Mm -hmm. that if you see? okay, Oh, yeah. Because some men don't feel like they
1: I have those circles. Because it all it all comes from. um, So you attract what you are. And depending on your level of discernment, you're going to attract what you are. I mean, you're also going to come across what you're not as well, but you can attract what you are. It's just up to you having a level of discernment to to know um, and to realize and to make sure that you stay in contact with it. But you're going to come across it.
0: OK, last thing I want to say, do you think that it's good that we have um, so you can think, Andre, that you're the best friend ever. Right. Um, would the people that you call friends say that you're a good friend? Like, are you that self-aware or have those conversations? Would they be able to mirror what it is that you're saying about yourself? As it yes. relates to them?
1: hmm, Absolutely. Of course. Why is that? Because my, friends are, because my friends are open and vulnerable. And they'll tell me um, without me even asking in terms of our relationship and, and who I am as a friend and who they are as a friend. And we have those discussions. And we have those discussions openly without even being asked about them. It just kind of happens.
0: That's good. Okay. Thank you, Dre. I appreciate you. You know, this you, young are, man right. to you are you know you you actually did all right I was a little nervous at first but anyway <laughs> can you please tell the people how to reach you again if they want to connect with mr notice
1: I'm easy to find dot um I'm Googleable, so you can google okay. me you can you can find me online at google. Um, You will notice me is my Instagram name. But, yeah, if you go to AndreNotice.com, you can find my book. You can find my socials. You can find uh, my my, uh, real estate website. It's all there. I'm excited to be launching my life coaching business this month. Praise God for that. So I'll be showing individuals how to go from employee to entrepreneur um, or take their business to another level if you're already an entrepreneur. So I'm just excited about getting things going. And, uh, yeah. with me
0: awesome thank you so much again i thank y'all for joining those that have been on those that will join later i thank you for joining us continue to learn that oh wait find me hey eliminating excuses underscore the brand on instagram that's the only way y'all really need to praise the lord amen and so again continue to learn balance grow your perspective and be accountable thank you all for joining have an amazing evening